welcome back to Black Girl Meets Pop Culture. I'm your host, Zoe, and today I'll be giving you my Aquaman pitch, very similarly to how I gave you my flashing, my flashing Green Lantern pitch. But before we get into that, I would like to remind you and to say, follow me on po- um, follow me on podcast, follow me on Spotify, which is what you're listening to it right now, and don't forget to push the bell in order to get notifications whenever I post, just so you stay up to date and you always get a fresh new episode every Wednesday, okay? And don't forget to follow me on my Instagram as well, at blackgirl underscore meets underscore pop culture. That is where you'll see some snippets and um, some foreshadowing of future episodes. You'll get a little uh, information about the future. All right, let me get into it. You know what? I'm not even going to teeter around the topic. We're going to get into it. My Aquaman movie pitch. If Warner Bros. came to me today and said, Zoe... What should we do with Aquaman? I, uh, I, want, I, want, I want your own fresh take on Aquaman. I'd be like, here you go. This is my Bible of Aquaman. And before I get into this, I would like to say, if you've seen the 2018 Aquaman movie, there will be some similarities, and that wasn't very intentional. I actually only seen the Aquaman movie once, so it wasn't really intentional. It's just I guess I liked how it, how certain things went in that movie and I would kind of adapt certain things like that to my own movie my own version of an Aquaman movie um and yeah I, I have not watched the Aquaman I mentioned I only watched it once which was in the movie theaters I have not watched it recently in prep in preparation for this because I'm not trying to give you know who any more attention all right uh, this is the main problem with Warner Bros in DC right now they got a lot of wild cases uh, wild cards up in their <laughs> up in their company. Anyway, let me set the scene. The movie, very similarly to let's say Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies, will start with a monologue from my boy Arthur Curry, aka Aquaman. Very different than the other movie pitches I gave with Flash and Green Lantern having very cinematic if you will opening scenes very inspired very inspired by brian singer's x-men movies and their opening scenes we're gonna st- take a step back go the sam Raimi route and do a little monologue and this monologue will be from arthur as an adult and he'll be talking about his mother and basically his mother for those of you who don't know is the queen of atlantis well if you've seen the aquaman movie you're on the right track but for those of you who don't know Aquaman's mother is the queen of Atlantis, and she was actually married. Well, she's a queen because she was married to the king of Atlantis at the time. But I will say, similar to the movie, something happened to her. She ended up on shore into man's world, as Wonder Woman would call it. But as the Atlanteans call them, they call them uh, surface dwellers. So she ends up with Aquaman's dad. All right. Uh, She ends up with him. And eventually they have Arthur, which is the first interracial species, a child first, uh, the, f- the first child made from like an interracial species, uh, if you can say interracials or whatever, interracial species in centuries. So it's like, this is a big deal. But at the age of five, Arthur's, uh, Arthur's mother has to return to Atlantis. Let's say some Atlanteans came over to her, <coughs> excuse me, y'all, found where she was and sent her back to Atlantis where she needed to be where she as she was the queen and I would like to believe that they knew that she had an affair let's say with a surface dweller but they did not know of 
Arthur's existence. Otherwise, they probably would have killed him on the spot and probably her if uh, she tried to defend him. Now, unlike in the movie, Arthur's not trained by another Atlantean that knows he exists. Arthur's a, lon a loner, all right? It's not going to be like in Superman or a man is still where Zod knows about Kal-El and he knows that Cal went to Earth or w w went out in a spaceship somewhere. He's not. Nobody's going to know about Arthur. Nobody's going to know who he is. Uh, they're going to be surprised when they see him. You know, very much like... Superman, Arthur does have an Atlantean name. I do not remember it, but he does have an Atlantean name. Fun fact. All right. So, yeah, nobody teaches Arthur anything, but basically he discovers the basic Superman, I mean, excuse me, the basic Aquaman abilities. He can breathe underwater. He has abnormal strength. And, of course, the classic. He can communicate with aquatic life, okay, if you want to say he could talk to fish, he can talk to fish, but whatever. He can uh, communicate with aquatic life, which will be important to the end of this movie, all right? People used to clown Aquaman, all right? We're going to make him tough. I mean, Jason Momoa already made Aquaman pretty cool. I mean, he was already cool, but, you know, people made fun of Aquaman for being that guy that talked to fish, and that was about it. No, he doesn't just talk to fish. He's cool, <laughs> and I'll show you. All right. So, I I always mention, oop, my bad. I always mention these characters' ages just because I want to have, I just kind of want to just, you know, with the MCU, you know Peter Parker right now is 17, 18. So, I want to I wanna have a timeline. You know where these people are at emotionally, physically, all that good stuff, all that good jazz. So, Arthur, he's in his, let's say, late 20s, early 30s-ish, same as... Same as Hal Jordan, I would say. Uh, Superman is in his early 30s. He's 33 in the ma the beginning of Man of Steel. Uh, around the beginning of my Flash movie, I would have Wally be like 19, 20. So Wally would be the youngest in this slate. But Arthur, he's around the same age as Superman and Green Lantern. Now, when he's in his early, or excuse me, his late 20s, early 30s, this is when he, he first goes to Atlantis. And the reason why... Is because there's an oil spill. Just let's just go with it. <laughs> there's an oil spill, and Arthur saves like, these people from the oil spill. But one of the people that he saves is not a, actually a person. He is an Atlantean, and this Atlantean's name is Garth. And for those of you who don't know, Garth is Tempest, also known as Aqualad. He was, uh. Arthur's or Aquaman's sidekick in the comic books, but we're going to skip the sidekick part because that's kind of foolish. We're just going to say, hey, he saves Tempest. He saves my boy Garth. And I would like to also play with the idea that, very similar to like Superman, how he has a Kryptonian name, people in Atlantis have Atlantean names. So Arthur's Earth name is Arthur, but I don't remember his Atlantean name, but he does have an Atlantean name. So I would like to play with the idea that Garth has two names and i would like to say well yeah we're just we're just gonna go with it all right he has a lantian name and he has a human surface dweller name if you will so aquaman arthur he brings garth to atlantis uh let's say garth guides him to atlantis tells him where to go and eventually he shows up at atlantis and here's the thing people are shocked to see him they're shocked to see that he can breathe in, 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 in the water, that he has, obviously he's dense because, I mean, if you, if, if you're, I'm sorry, 
if you live at the bottom of the ocean, which even we as people have not discovered all of the ocean, you are pretty dense, bro. Uh, you, your m mass is pretty dense. Excuse me, I'm about to flip the page of my notes. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're surprised by this. And it turns out the reason why they're surprised is because no Atlantean has blonde hair. Aquaman Arthur Curry has blonde hair, which proves that he is not fully Atlantean, which is also a thing that was in the comic book. So I, w I would like to dibble and dabble with that part. Uh, so he's instantly an outcast. He's instantly an outsider. And because of this, I would like to think he's taken to the Council of Atlanteans, if you will. He's immediately taken to the Council of Atlanteans and out. Here's on. Here's who is on the Council of Atlanteans. Now I'm going to say their names as best as I possibly can, but let's just know they are fictional and made up. So if I mispronounce their names, I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't. Like I said, I haven't watched the movie since it first came out. So, and but when I say these people's names, I'll be explaining who they are in the context of the story. So we have Nudis. I don't even like that. We're just, we're just going, Nudis is the former right hand of Arthur's mother. Now, in the movie, Nudis trains Arthur in the ways of uh, being Atlantean. There's no Nudis in this. He doesn't train Arthur. Arthur has to figure it out himself. Further playing into the idea that he's an outsider. So we got Nudis, who's the right hand, former right hand of the Atlanteans, of the Atlanteans queen, Arthur's mother. We have King Nerus who is the king of Atlantis and the father of Mera. We'll get into who she is right now. Mera is the daughter of the king. So she's like the princess of, At of Atlantis. And next we have Ocean Master, who's the fiance of Mera. So they're going to get married. And the half-brother of Arthur. So presumably... Arthur's mother was married to the king of Atlantis and they had a child. Who is, by the way... I should have put this in my notes, but Orm, who's Ocean Master, he is Arthur's older brother. His older brother. All right. So before Arthur was born, presumably, uh, Mer uh, excuse me, Aquaman's mother, the Queen of Atlantis, was married to the King of Atlantis. They had his older brother, Orm, also known as Ocean Master. And then she left. Something happened to her. Ended up in man's world on the ocean, uh, on dry land. Uh, has a child with Arthur's father, has Arthur, and then goes back to Atlantis. Note how the Queen of Atlantis is no longer here. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Arthur's mother is no longer here? Hmm, anyway. So Arthur explains everything, and he he's basically explains everything that I just told you, his whole origin, and saying that I am the son of the Queen former queen but he doesn't know that she's a former queen but i am the son of the queen of atlantis and he knows this because he remembers his mom blase blase okay maybe he has some nice things from her stuff like that okay so he reveals to them that he's the child of the former queen of atlantis everybody's in shock okay they're all like what so in order to prove that this is real that he actually is the son of the former queen meaning that he has a right to the throne along with his brother, there's a little test. There's a little test. So if y'all have seen Avatar, let me use that. If y'all have seen Avatar The Last Airbender, there's a test that is given 
to whatever tr- or whatever nation is supposed to be the next avatar. So if Aang, they gave him a certain amount of toys, and he chose four particular choice, uh, four particular toys, which is what his ancestors or his past lives, like Roku, Kyoshu, they played with as well, meaning that he's the avatar. So for this, if Arthur's mother had a had a had a uh, crown, and only those who are related to her, only those who have her blood, can hold it, kind of like that test with Avatar. So Orm brings it out because obviously he's the only one in Atlantis that can touch it because he's the only one that's related to the queen. He gives it to Arthur. Arthur picks it up. Boom! It is confirmed. His heritage is confirmed that he is one of the sons of the former queen of Atlantis. So everybody's like, oh, shoot. (laughs) They're like, whoa. But Orm, it's like the king of Atlantis, the current king of Atlantis, he's a bit skeptical. He's a, he's a bit skeptical because he believes that Ocean Master came up with this whole thing. He believes that this is a, a, a plan that Ocean Master came up with in order to dethrone the current king and become king himself. Ocean Master, Orm, is very welcoming to his brother, which is very different than in the, than the movie and the comic books. Orm is he's like very welcoming to his brother. I like to have the idea that Orm is like I always knew I had a brother out there, something like that. Uh, I w- I would like to play with that idea that Orm is very welcoming. Like he introduces Arthur to uh, Mara to all these people, uh, and that that he wants his brother to be treated the way he is treated as as the prince, one of the princes of Atlantis. Now, obviously. Orm is in line to be the king of Atlantis because he's the oldest. But he, he he's very proud, let's say, of his brother, even though he just met his brother. Didn't even know he had a brother. So in between all this, Arthur begins to train with, with nudists. You know, he trains just like in the movie, but now he's an adult. He also trains with Garth, aka Tempest. And they be and you know, because Tempest he's he's been here longer and he feels like he owes a debt to Arthur. Can I get an amen? No, I'm playing. He feels like he owes a a debt to Arthur, so he also trains with him as well, and, um, eventually, through his training, I do want to say this, my, my bad, my bad, Atlanteans use magic, okay, so, like, Wonder Woman, let's say, for example, her, she has the lasso of truth, that's magic, Atlanteans also dibble and dabble with magic themselves, where they can control, like, they have hydro hydrokinesis and other stuff like that. If you watch Young Justice, you'll know what I'm talking about. But they do have a bit of magic in them. So I want to make that clear, which is super, which is one of Superman's weaknesses. So, yeah, I want to make that clear to the to branch the DC universe, make it seem like, oh, this is pretty cool. These people dibble with, dabble with magic, so do the gods of of the Amazonians, they dibble and dabble with magic. Just a little fun fact. I want to, you know, tie it all together. But yes, Arthur trains and eventually he he's like, let's say a prodigy, kind of like a prodigy. He trains so much that he's able to fight alongside his brother and protect the ocean. See, obviously I mentioned this oil spill. This oil spill is one of the things that happens in the ocean, and it's, it's damaging aquatic life and all this stuff. It damages the ocean, which is 70% of the earth. So the Atlanteans, let's say, army, their military, if you will, their goal is to protect 
the ocean, but go uncovered. They don't they don't want to be discovered. They they want to kind of be like I don't know. Uh, they go and come. All right. You 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 in the words of the Mandarin in Iron Man three, you'll never see me coming. Basically. So let's say this goes well, this goes well, and during one of the missions, Orm kills a human who was like on, on a submarine trying to come to Atlantis. He kills the guy. Arthur, being half human himself, is taken aback. He's like, whoa. Like his brother was so nice, so calm, so welcoming. This is a bit bizarre. Uh, they share so many memories together, and now he just killed somebody in cold blood. And he and he feels some type of way about it. So Arthur, he, he's disturbed, and eventually, and he leaves. He leaves this whole situation. Arthur's disturbed. He leaves, and eventually, Nudis explains that Orm hates humans. That he he doesn't he hates that side of his brother. So let's just say he doesn't hate his brother, but he does hate that side of his brother. And what he hates particularly is that a human is the reason why his mother left him when he was younger he hates that side of arthur he basically hates arthur's father because that's the reason why orm grew out grew up without a mother for a long time for five years half a decade man he's he's not happy about it so he has a he has a hatred toward he has animosity towards humans and he takes that out on them through killing them but what this orm does not know is that the son of that human that orm had killed is now planning to attack Atlantis himself. That son, or the the man's son, is Black Manta. He's another big bad Aquaman villain. Let's just say he's one of the key Aquaman villains. There's only like two. There's Ocean Master, and then there's <laughs> Black Manta. So basically, as a retaliation, Black Manta attacks in reven- out of revenge and to avenge his father. Orm? He's planned this the whole time. He's been planning this the whole time. He wanted to use all of this, the oil spill. He caused the oil spill, all right? Because he wanted to set things into motion so where the humans would come to Atlantis and kill the king, or at least try to kill the king. He would make it look like they try to kill the king when in actuality, he would kill the king and become king himself, a.k.a. his fiance's father. So he he's the puppeteer behind all of this. He he has good intentions in certain ways. He wants to prove to his people that humans are dangerous. You know, it's like it's like in Pocahontas. I I haven't seen that movie in a long time ago. In, in a long time. I should say in a long time ago. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a long time. But one of the oh my gosh, so, somebody on TikTok was like, "What's a scene from a movie that has aged too well?" And it was a scene from Pocahontas where the guy was like, these white men are dangerous. <laughs> That's basically Orm saying these humans are dangerous. They're just here to take over us and rule us. And they want to infiltrate us. And they, and they want to take what is ours. The 70% of the earth that is ours, they want to take it from us. So that's the whole, that's why Orm was able to orchestrate this whole thing for a ploy. Now, Arthur, he finds this out. He figures this out. Eventually, Mera figures this out. Orm's fiance, Ocean Master's fiance. They both figure it out. And they both approach Orm when Atlantis is being invaded by humans. And eventually, uh, eventually, you know, they fight. Mera leaves to take care of the, uh, 
the human invaders along with Garth, aka Tempest, they both go out and it's just Orm and Arthur. They're fighting and Orm reveals that their mother was killed when she got back to Atlantis because of Arthur. Because of his uh her relationship with his father, because they found out. And Arthur would have died if they knew that he existed. And so in a way, Orm he loves his brother, but he also blames him for their mother's death. And he and he hates that part. Once again, he hates that part about him. But you know how Arthur wins? Arthur has a rare ability, which I mentioned he can communicate with fish, <laughs> with aquatic life. There's like few people in Atlantis, I like to think. Or it's like a royal bloodline power. And he's the only person that can do it. And so he uses the fish. And then, then they beat his brother Orm. <laughs> and it's the end. Basically. So, let me wrap it up. Wrap it all up. Orm is now in Atlantean prison. Uh... Arthur becomes known as Aquaman, Atlantis's protector. Mara is no longer the fiance to Orm. She 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 shuns him now. She's like, I can't believe you. And the thing is, I, I should have gone over this, but the thing is, in, in this idea, I would like to think that Mara never wanted to marry Orm. As the same as obviously their mother, Orm and Arthur's mother, never wanted to marry the king but she had to which is why she found love somewhere else so it's kind of history repeating herself Mara never wanted to be engaged to Orm but her father was basically saying hey this is something that you have to do for our people and eventually you would become queen but the cycle would repeat itself because she wouldn't want to be married to Orm the same way that Orm's mother did not want to be married to his father so yeah that's how we wrap it up the king is still uh Mara's father, he's still in possession, in power. Arthur is not king, not yet. Maybe that's a seat that maybe that's a second movie, third movie idea, but not in this movie. And then we have the post-credit scene. You know, things wrap up kind of neatly. You know, Atlantis is being rebuilt after the invasion, all this stuff. They're trying to have better protection after the invasion. And then we have a post-credit scene where we figure out Black Manta, this yeah, yeah Black Manta is alive you think black manta dies in all this mayhem when they invade uh atlantis but no he's alive himself and he is back for it he will return he will come back to avenge his father and that's how we're done i kind of like i know it's kind of all over there but there's new ideas i'm trying to bring in you know like aquaman especially in this way there's a lot of lore to Aquaman, and they didn't really go over all that in the movie, or at least to my memory. I'm coming up with a whole bunch of new stuff, like the crown, like only the only the descendants of the queen or the, her bloodline can touch the crown, stuff like that. I'm trying to come up with new stuff, because I think it's interesting. I think it would be interesting. And also playing into, you know, the original themes, like I mentioned how uh, Arthur's hair would be blonde because nobody in Atlantis' hair is blonde and he would just instantly be seen as an outsider, instantly be seen as, uh, I'm not going to say that, there's, there's a term that's a not good term, I'm not going to say that, but he would instantly be seen as a outsider from his own people, basically, the half of himself that he's missed out on his entire adult life until very recently, that he's never known, or he's known bits and pieces about, but he's never been able to 
be a part of be a, been able to relate to outside of eventually his relationships with Mara and Tempest becoming friends with both of them and maybe even future with Mara uh becoming her husband but hey we're gonna pump the brakes but yeah that is all I have for you guys today um I know you enjoyed it uh, I, I hope this was as elaborate as I could be I was trying to be very elaborate it's a bit kind of difficult for me especially when I'm talking about Aquaman I'm not an Aquaman expert as I am with Green Lantern or Flash I haven't really read any Aquaman stories like that so I'm, I'm I hope you know I was doing it to the best of my ability I did a lot of research for this I'm not even gonna lie um so yeah I hope you enjoyed it as per usual share it to some people you think will like it share it to others you think will don't like it I will be back next Wednesday but until then peace <laughs>